What is up, everyone? It is not your boy, Dave. It's... Not your boy! Yeah, it's Shane. Uh, we don't have Dave this week. Uh, we, we, we had some uh, possible sickness issues, so we... Uh, Dave is not here. It's just me and Russell, um, and we are also not going to have a... Um, DQP does this week. We're pushing homecoming back a week. Uh, so homecoming, no way home, and or far from home and no way home. We're getting pushed back a week for the winter of the wall crawler. Um, but we're still here to to talk about. Yeah, because we live together. Yeah, we live together, so we we can be around each other and stuff, and uh, talk about movie news and trailers and just general entertainment shit um which is mostly movies and tv today i think yeah um but yeah it's just me and russell uh we're gonna talk about trailers first i think and i'm russell yep yep this is russell i'm shane (laughs) this is shane that's russell See, like it's I'm not my Russell, show. You're shit. So, like, I I can't host it. Like, I don't I don't know what I'm doing either. Um, but we're gonna talk about trailers now. <laughs> yeah, trailers, dude. Northman. Okay, I have wanted fucking Skarsgård yeah. to play like a weird Viking thing yeah. for so long, like since True Blood. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like, I thought he was really cool in True Blood. Like, True Blood as weird and like like campy romance novel true blood got <laughs> yeah uh there were some there were some actors in there that i was like ooh yeah like this guy should be in other stuff yeah and like that was Skarsgård was one of them and i yes. was like he should be like a fucking like crazy viking yeah like i want some i want some uh 13th warrior vibe shit yes so true blood suffers from like the same problem the exact same uh like pacing problem that Game of Thrones did across its seven seasons, and I think True sure, Blood was yeah. also seven seasons. It, it was season a book one, two, though, right? Yeah, it's a book yeah, okay. series. I and, did not read those. But. Yeah. <laughs> season one of True Blood, I always recommend because like yeah. the first season of True Blood good. was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Season two was kind of like, what is going on? And then by season three, it's so fucking convoluted and off the rails. Yeah, it's just, just like what is what was happening yeah and it's like that for the remainder of the series Mm -hmm. uh so it's very similar like thing that happened because it was like the first season was just phenomenal um so but yeah this this trailer dude this looks awesome we're gonna have to review this movie yeah when we review this movie a movie that would go with this movie is like a lovely little movie that i recommended several weeks ago called the green knight because very similar vibes. Uh, this this looks like a little bit more action packed. Because the Green Knight's not really an action movie; it's more like a, a fantasy drama. Um, mm-hmm. But this 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 uh, dude, I so fucking excited for this. I I seen the poster that had the cast on it. Yeah, and I totally skipped over Nicole Kidman's name because yeah. I was so excited for so, everyone else in the movie. So let's do the the <laughs> cast real quick: Alexander yeah. Skarsgård, Anya Taylor Joy. Yes. Uh, Willem Dafoe, Nicole Kidman, Ethan Hawke, uh, Ralph Ineson, um, and then we get into some that I don't really know. 
Oh, half Thor Bjornsson is in it. Nice. Uh, Did you say Bjork? Yeah, she. Well, I didn't say her. She. Okay, there she is. Bjork. Okay. I hadn't gotten to her yet. Uh. Uh. Todd Murphy, Kate Dickey. I don't know those people. Uh, Class Bang. Uh, Ian White, Ingvar Sigurdsson, and then Bjork. Isn't beloved Thor director Kenneth Branagh in it also? I have not seen his name. Oh, weird. I'm making stuff up. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, um, I don't know. There's a Kevin Horsham. As Valander the Smith. But yeah, so like this looks really interesting. Uh, sort of similar to the uh, the initial, like the beginning. Uh, like if, if you took the beginning of uh, uh, Conan the Barbarian, uh-huh. and that's what the whole movie was about, right? Because yeah. like Conan kind of goes off the rails... When he like just becomes like a thief and stuff, and hangs out with the the rogue and the yeah the fighter chick feels uh, like a D and D adventure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and eventually he gets his revenge and and uh kills Thulsa Doom. But like this movie, that's like all he cares about. It's his mantra to avenge his father, save his mother, kill his uncle. Like, dude. That mantra hits so hard in the trailer. Yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So he's like a prince, and his dad comes home, and his mom doesn't look super pleased, but she's there for it. Um, And his his mom is... Uh, to be fair, I don't think Nicole Kidman has been pleased since she started hooking up with Tom Cruise. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> uh so like they they have like a party and stuff because you know that's what you do when your dad comes home from war or whatever wherever he was coming from, uh and uh and then they it looks like him and his dad go out hunting or something and they get attacked by his uncle and his uncle like basically usurps the throne killing yeah. his killing his brother and becomes yeah. the king, uh and he runs away and ends up somewhere else in a faraway land, um swearing vengeance, and that's what the movie's about. Uh, and there's. Yeah, I also thought it looked like the Lion King. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Viking King. I can't not say it because, like, the I Lion hate Viking? Avatar because it's Fern Gully. So, like, hopefully, it's not just a retelling of the Lion King. But yeah, um, maybe. Uh, maybe Willem Dafoe like holds him up over a cliff when he's born. I mean, that'd be that'd be cool. pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that guy's name? Rafiki? Yeah, Rafiki. Yeah. Willem Dafoe is Rafiki. Uh like a Viking version of Rafiki. But anyway, so like it looks like it gets real weird in a few spots in this trailer, like trippy as fuck. Yeah. Uh so let's talk about that. So this director. Yeah. Okay. Is right. Robert Eggers. Yes. Okay. This guy has two large movies. Well, I mean, not necessarily large. Two acclaimed movies two acclaimed movies yeah. that he's previously directed which is the witch uh which spelled with two v's uh on the, the poster <laughs> yeah um 
And then a movie that I love, yeah, uh, The Lighthouse. I still need to watch it. With uh, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson, which is actually the movie that changed my entire perspective of Robert Pattinson as uh-huh. an actor. Yeah. Uh, and when I watched, uh, I watched an interview with Willem Dafoe talking about The Lighthouse, and they were like, why did you decide to take this movie? Because my dick is huge and confusing. <laughs> Much like the plot of this movie. Uh, and he was like... He was like, well, it was a pretty easy movie to do. It didn't really require any acting because we were there in the elements. You know, I was actually cold and freezing and starving because we're on this small island with a lighthouse and we didn't have a lot of food. Yeah. (laughs) So he just keeps making a joke about how like it wasn't he was just there and he wasn't really acting. I was actually going insane. (laughs) Yeah. Like, um. But no, so The Lighthouse and The Witch are both like super weird, super like kind of trippy movies. Yeah. And uh, I I didn't love the witch. Uh, was Anya in that? Um, maybe. I was thinking she was in that. Yes, she was in that. She is the main character. Um, okay. So, but I didn't I didn't love the witch. But it's also like his first big movie. Before that, he had done some shorts. Mm. He did a short of uh, the Telltale Heart uh, and a short of Hansel and Gretel. Um. Huh. And he's got a type. Yeah. Which it's, I'm. It's I'm there type. for that type. Yeah. But. <laughs> for sure. Um. Another short called Brothers. I don't know what that is. Um. Uh, but. So I'm. I'm. I'm excited for this movie for a lot of reasons. Uh. He also has two other movies in development. Okay. Uh. One is called The Night. Um. So furthering his type. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then a uh, Nosferatu. Again with Willem Dafoe. I hope so. <laughs> Playing Nosferatu again. I hope it's a remake of the black and white. Well, because he, they did that, right? Or no, that was, or that was a movie about the black and white movie, but like, uh, where like Willem Dafoe played the guy that was playing the Nosferatu. Yeah, I think, and he, but he was like actually crazy. Anyway, yeah. So the other thing I thought was interesting is the gap in between these movies the witch came out in 2015 the lighthouse came out in 2019 uh northman comes out in 2022 mm-hmm. so we've got like you know three to four year gaps in between these movies and yeah. I, I always find that interesting when these like specific directors like nolan's another example like these mm-hmm. these directors like only take on these projects that they're really passionate about and i think this is going to be another one for him yeah. um so it's trailer, dude. Trailer looks fantastic. Yeah, I'm about it. I mean, Skarsgård looks like uh, looks like a Viking, uh, as far as I know. Like, yeah. uh, like is the yeah. reincarnation of some Viking lord from three hundred years ago. Yeah, I don't know when Vikings were a thing. I don't either. But... <laughs> I, my history is not great. Uh, all of my history comes from movies. Yeah, so it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Anya Taylor Joy, like, I don't know if she's like a witch or if she's like just a really manipulative chick. She's like, your body, you can break their bodies, but I can break their minds. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, so some allusion to maybe some magic and stuff. Oh, there's um, definitely some like sorcerer people in yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm super into I'm super into all fantasy stuff. This is like a 
dark, low fantasy. Yeah, it's, it's also almost, Viking thing. Uh, it it has like a almost like a grim dark yeah vibe to it, which yeah. I'm I'm super into. It's um, it reminds me a lot of Thirteenth Warrior, and if anyone has yeah. watched Thirteenth Warrior, you're excited for this movie because Thirteenth Warrior is a badass movie. Yeah. Um, and so Anna Taylor Joy, uh, if you haven't watched The Queen's Gambit on Netflix, uh, even if you don't like chess, uh, I feel like you could enjoy the series. It's like eight episodes. It's about chess, but um, it's not. Yeah. It's, it, it, <laughs> well, uh, I would actually disagree with that. Uh, cause some things are like, like you have sports movies that are like not about the sport, but the sport is in the background. Uh, in the Queen's Gambit, like it, it is actually primarily revolved around chess games. Like you see her play out whole chess games and stuff. Yeah, That's pretty cool. But <sighs> I, I don't know. I didn't watch the whole thing. Well, the stuff that I watched, even the stuff that was like very much like they're playing the whole chess game. It was about like it was about her. Not necessarily about the chess, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it is kind of about her. You do get like a lot of the because uh, so it's based on a character or it's based on a real person, yeah. But it's like been changed because it's you know, highly dramatized. Show. Yeah, it's highly <laughs> dramatized, and it was basically kind of like I guess the overview of the show. It's about a woman trying to make it in a man's world, yeah. Because chess was uh, it has been still kind of is like a very. Mm-hmm. Uh, Male dominated, male dominated, yeah, it's like sport. And I'm gonna call it a sport, and I'm gonna keep calling it a sport because it's competitive. People hate when I call chess a sport, and it makes me laugh. But, I, <laughs> dude, I don't know. It's not a sport unless they're hitting each other. I, whatever. Uh, <laughs> when did they start hitting each other in golf? <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, um. But it, uh, yeah, it, it's a great series. I just want to recommend it because, mm. like, I really enjoyed it. Um, it is, there are quite a few differences between the story they tell and real life, real life yeah, yeah, yeah. events that actually happened. It is based on a book that is about a woman that really existed, does exist, uh, so on and so forth. But her performance in the show is also absolutely fucking stellar. And that was when, like, because she's in New Mutants, and I was like, okay. But then when I watched The Queen's Gambit, I was like, oh, no, I fucking love her. She is fantastic. Yeah. Can't wait for her and Wanda to have to fight. Bruh. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, Northman, go check out this trailer. This trailer is like, this movie is going to be awesome. Yeah. So since I brought up Wanda. Yeah. uh, Um, Minor spoilers ahead. Yes. Uh, for Spider Man. For Spider Man, we're going to talk about the Doctor Strange trailer. <clears throat> so, skip ahead a little bit. If we're still talking about Marvel, skip ahead a little bit more. Um, skip to probably the last 15 minutes because, like, this next section is. Yeah, we're going to talk about some uh, more Marvel news. If you haven't seen No Way Home and you're trying to avoid spoilers, you're still not really getting on the internet. Yeah, we apologize. Just, just fuck it. Stop listening to this episode. Yeah, as much as I want you to listen to the episode, just stop. Yeah, come back to it. Yeah, come back to it after you watch the movie. All right. 
Have a great day. All right. For those of you that stuck around, <laughs> um, at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home, there's two stingers. The last one is the Doctor Strange trailer uh, for next year. Um, they also released it uh, on the internet today, I guess, because I hadn't seen it until just now. Yeah. I um, said like six hours ago or something when I looked okay. it up on YouTube. So like sometime while I was at work today, which is Wednesday. 22nd. Um, also, the last episode of uh, Hawkeye came out, so we're going to watch that later. Oh, yeah, but, we do got to watch that. Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah. I'm, I'm it's an hour super long. I'm excited. Fucking A. Um, anyway, so Doctor Strange. Uh, so Doctor Strange makes it through the shit in Spider-Man. I mean, you, you knew that was happening. You knew this movie was coming out. Um... <laughs> Spoiler, that's the big spoiler. That's the big spoiler. Doctor Strange doesn't die. Yeah, but the, no, the spoiler is is that they break reality in in the Spider-Man movie. Um they think they fix it sort of. Yeah. Uh they fixed the end, an aspect they of fixed it. an a- fixed an aspect. Um but I'm it, so in the trailer it looks like Doctor Strange like goes back to the Sanctum Sanctorum after the events of No Way Home. And the sanctum's in the mirror dimension, maybe, or like just weird shit is happening in the sanctum. Yeah. Um. Not sure yet, or maybe Mordo's just there, and he's like, "Look, bro, you fucked up, and I'm here to kill you." Uh, because Mordo is back, and you, yep. he hasn't been here since like what 2014? Is yeah, that when like fucking that. uh the first Doctor Strange came out? After Age of Ultron, so... Uh, it'd be like 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway... Uh, so Mordo's back. Uh, we get more Wanda in this. Um, he asks... Doctor Strange asks for her help. Uh, asks her what she knows about the multiverse, because he knows she's been up to some weird shit in Westview. Yep, that he doesn't care about. Yeah. Because he understands that she was fucking grieving. Yeah people Doctor Strange is also weird like <laughs> like <laughs> I, I think we're getting there like I think we're getting to the point to where he's, he's like, actually who he's supposed to be in the yeah, comics yeah because he has to uh, like in the comics he's like I don't care about any of this petty shit happening around the globe yeah or like what the fuck you guys are up to or if you're a good guy or a bad guy like what i care about is stopping these interdimensional beings from fucking up our shit right right yeah exactly <laughs> like, and i think we're getting there i think that's where we're going where we're going in this movie yeah um so we had that and uh we're are we getting like exiles stuff uh because uh, america chavez is in this uh, is that who's with him and Wanda? Yeah, it's Miss America. Oh fuck, bud. Oh fuck, bud. Yeah, you see the back of her jacket. Uh, she's she's got a fucking uh, um, Marvel Legends action figure coming out. So uh, so yes, it's it's her. Yeah, no, it's one hundred percent her. One hundred percent. Oh yeah, her? no, oh, there, okay. there's a casting. Okay, yeah. So we knew she was going to be in a movie soon. I think maybe we knew she was going to be in this movie, but we didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Um, there are also other rumors about this movie. Mm hmm. Like, go for it. 
fucking shit it out. We're we're we we already said spoilers, guys. Supposedly, so. we did already say spoilers. Uh, supposedly, which seems more realistic now. Supposedly, uh-huh. uh, somebody got a shot of Tobey Maguire showing up on the set of Doctor Strange. Oh yeah. So, which is where, and then there was some confusion. Because everyone wanted Toby and Andrew to show up in the Spider-Man movie, and that was the big rumor. And then we thought, well, we're not getting them in that movie, so we're getting them in Multiverse of Madness. But it seems like we might at least get Toby again in Doctor Strange. Yeah. Double dip. Which is cool. (laughs) Yeah, which is fine. I love it. Totally fine. And it wasn't like, yeah. Uh, So, all right. Uh, So, like, they get into some multiversal shit. Um... We only see one variant in this, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a pretty big variant. Pretty big fucking variant because yeah. it's it's fair. Most people are fairly certain from the trailer that it's the Doctor Strange that ends his universe. Yeah, in what in if? In what if? Yeah, which because, I'm okay with. Oh fucking a i'm okay it. with that yeah i'm 100 percent okay with yeah, that. Tie this together with an animated show. Please. Hell yes. Yes. Hell yes. I, I also Because like, then we have the overarching like possible threat of a fucking in Infinity Ultron. Like if he ever gets out of the pocket universe. Yeah. You mean well, or you just mean like when White Vision goes and recreates Ultron yeah. and like Ultron shows back up. We and- can get real Age of Ultron. <laughs> Age of Ultron 2, but it's actually Age of Ultron. <clears throat> yeah. But anyway, uh, so he's in this. Uh, maybe it's 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 a dark alternate out Doctor Strange, and very creepily he says things kind of got out of hand. Yeah, and we're like, okay, yeah. yeah. And they make it in the trailer. They make it look like Doctor Strange is talking to Doctor Strange. Now, this could be the same Doctor Strange. Like, we might not get the what-if Doctor Strange. Like, it might not be Maybe. that. It could be a scene from later in the movie mm-hmm. where he's in the same place and mm-hmm. he's changed clothes and he... Because he... Like, even this Doctor Strange is a little ominous at times. Yeah, but no, but this one, like... This one is, like, has is, is pallid. His hair's like fucking weird. Yeah. His clothes are weird. Yeah. He looks like a fucking zombie, like yeah. the one in the What If show yeah. looks like. I, I, I can explain this, though, the how, how regular Doctor Strange ends up being like darker, sure. cooler looking yeah, yeah, Doctor yeah. Strange. Okay, you ready for this? I'm, I got it. I'm I figured ready. it out. I understand. I know what's going on. Mephisto. Uh, <laughs> he welcome is to by Mephisto. Welcome to late twenty twenty, early twenty twenty one theories. Uh, I mean, we thought maybe it was Mephisto in uh, in No Way Home because it was basically it was a adaptation of One More Day. Um, yeah, which we'll talk about. Because I got a lot to say about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll talk, we'll about, talk that about that in like a few weeks. In a few weeks. We're going to give you guys, well, I mean, not you guys, because if you stuck around to listen, you've probably watched it. Yeah. But in a few weeks, we'll talk about No Way Home. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, I mean, Shuma's in this. I know the toy. I know the toy says it's Gargantos. But just fucking look at Gargantos and look at Shuma and then look at the toy and look at this fucking trailer, it's Shuma. 
They yeah. put Gargantos on there. There's two reasons that they could have put Gargantos on there. One, because they didn't want to spoil that it's Shuma in the movie because the Lego toys have been spoiling shit for a long time. Yeah. Uh, because those come out, the the adverts for those and the pre-orders for those come out months and months and months before release. Um, the second reason is that Shumagorath, the name was actually, did not actually first appear in Marvel Comics. Um, it appeared in like a short story or something or a novel. Uh, and they took the name and applied it to a character that they created. Um, so there's no legal recourse for anyone else to do anything about because you can't trademark names like that. But they have a habit of not using things that they didn't come up with um, if they ad- adapted it. Uh, so they might name it Gargantos, but it's actually Shuma. Yeah. Um, also, Lovecraft is in the public domain. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't actually know that Shuma first appeared. In the no, Lovecraft it wasn't. Thing. It wasn't Lovecraft. Okay. It was somebody else. I was. I read about it because I was like, "It's not fucking Gargantos." I was like arguing <laughs> with people on on Reddit. It's fucking Shuma. Gargantos doesn't have the fucking tentacles around his eyes. Fuck you. Gargantos <laughs> has been in like one fucking comic book. It was a Namor book. Fucking Shuma is a goddamn Doctor Strange villain. I don't care if he's just like a random kaiju. Like, I do care. That would be really stupid, and they shouldn't do that. He should actually be like a main villain. But if that's what they do, that's what they do. But it's fucking Shuma. It, it's Shuma. Yeah. It's fucking Shuma. Okay. But they might call it Gargantos because of like because the, they aped the name from something else. Yeah. But anyway, Shuma's in it. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. It, it looks real wacky, and that's what I love. Uh, uh, that's what I loved about the first Doctor Strange movie was just like it being completely batshit crazy uh, yeah. as far as like the, the visuals and stuff. Yeah. Um, and like, we got so like in the trailer we don't get a lot of typically in trailers the, the northman being excluded and s- trailers for you know weird off movies like that or like yeah. any nolan trailer you've ever seen you get like some of those directorial like um uh motifs mm. that those directors just use over and over again mm-hmm. and we don't we don't get a lot of that in this trailer mm-hmm. which i thought was interesting so i'm assuming that was done on purpose because like Sam Raimi has very specific like directorial style. Yeah. So like, I'm wondering how batshit nuts this movie is going to be. Oh, I'm ready. Like I, I am too. And I like, I like what ready. we're doing here. I like that this appears to happen directly after the events of no way home. Yeah. And so you have Dr. Strange who is in no way home for, uh, 30 minutes maybe 20 to 30 minutes in in like a a few long scenes yeah it's uh someone the way i seen it put best was extended cameo yeah um because he he is a proponent of the story so like it's more than just a little cameo yeah but uh I, l- I like what we're doing here with about this. the same as malekith and thor dark world <laughs> that was an oversight yeah actually probably Um, a lot more but yeah uh so i like what we're doing here where like these two movies are gonna pretty much tie directly together Mm -hmm. 
but then you have all these other Marvel movies and that also, are still on the slate and coming out that aren't necessarily tied together, but you're getting a lot more of these smaller tie-ins that yeah. play a bigger part in the movie as opposed to before, like with like the Infinity Saga, where it was just like, hey, we're chasing down these stones. These stones are relevant to this overarching plot that are gonna, that's going to span 23 movies. Um, but it was like little snippets, but like the the fucking the MacGuffin was like the thing that like really tied it together and then you got little snippets right yeah the main arc right this we're we're starting to get into these like we talked about being each other yeah we talked about being worried you know like hey you know how are they going to proceed after the infinity saga Mm -hmm. and like after watching no way home and like the netflix shows that are not netflix but the disney Disney plus Plus shows shows. have come out you know we've been watching hawkeye like these little tie-ins with these characters like we're getting more and more of that where like you're getting more of these background characters weird freudian slip about the netflix shows yeah (laughs) i was the only person in my theater that reacted oh my god i was disappointed and i had a big reaction i stomped my feet and threw my hands in the air like a small fucking child (laughs) and then was mildly embarrassed for cassie not myself yeah because she was with me uh that i was the only person that reacted that way (laughs) because i expected the theater to explode but we went on a saturday night uh apparently after prom uh because there was thousands of teenagers in our theater yeah anyway so the directorial style, mm-hmm. uh, we don't get a lot of in this trailer, which makes me wonder. Which, I mean, you said it already, but Sam Raimi is directing this movie. Yeah. Which makes me even more excited. Yes. Yeah. And this is going to be his biggest production, I think. Like, this will be the most money he's had to spend on a movie. Really? Yeah, I believe so. Um, and also probably the most time, because like the Spider-Man movies, like aside from one, like he was kind of rushed. Yeah, definitely on the third one. Anyway. So and like Disney has like a more has like a cleaner schedule for productions right, and stuff like yeah. that. Like they're much more organized and stuff kind of got pushed back. Yeah, and they had more time. Oh my god, because this was watched... already supposed to be out, right? Yeah, and then COVID. Yeah, yeah, we were supposed to get it last year, this year, this year. I think, I think it was like around this year, around like summer late late summer or something yeah so we're a little behind uh but that means okay. that they had more time to go back after final cuts and yeah even review stuff so um that was something yeah. uh i i actually this is not something that we had on the thing but uh on disney plus there's a thing called um assembled um yes. and it's really good you guys should watch it uh it talks about a bunch of the movies like and the TV shows uh, after Disney Plus came around. So um, it talks about like WandaVision and uh, uh, the Hawkeye one isn't up yet. Um, But it's pretty much after the show ends, they put a thing up that's like a little documentary about how the show was shot. But they've also been doing the movies uh, a while after they come out. Uh, I think it's after they come out on Disney Plus. So after Shang-Chi came out on Disney Plus, um, there's a Shang-Chi assembled oh um, i watched that one and they're all like around an hour right yeah they're all, all like about just about an hour um but they had uh a huge shutdown which they talk about it in the uh the falcon and winter soldier one mm-hmm. um about dealing with covid but in um uh, for shang chi they were doing a lot of shooting 
and uh, Australia or New Zealand. I can't remember which one. But like basically everyone had to go home uh, because they had a lot of like if it was New Zealand, they like locked the fuck down in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, yeah. New, Z- New Zealand ain't fucking around. Um, they had like the first half of the movie edited before they shot the second half. That's interesting. Yeah. It was fucking weird. Like they were talking about like how because like the director and like the editor and stuff like just stayed and they just like hung out in a fucking trailer and fucking finished the movie. The first half of the movie, <laughs> like they were done, <laughs> and then they had to like they had to like fucking shoot the rest of it. And uh, there's a few scenes like if you're paying attention, there's like they're using mannequins as extras. Which I didn't notice when I watched the movie, and I was like, oh, "They did fucking great with that," because I had yeah, no idea. I Usually, I catch shit like that. Um, when they're in the uh, the club that his sister runs, that's like the Fight Club. Yeah, like a bunch of those people are mannequins. That's fucking trippy. Yeah, it's fucking trippy, right? But yeah, so. Uh, it's it's an interesting. At least they didn't use cardboard cutouts. No, they didn't use cardboard. Ted Danson, like uh, it's a fucking ghost. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> um, you guys should go watch that because it's really interesting. Um, yeah, another sh- quick thing on Disney Plus is called the Nick Fury Files. Oh yeah, like which, little yeah, character shoutouts. If you are not a huge nerd like us, um, the Nick, I highly recommend watching the Nick Fury file, Files. Basically, they do a character spotlight. Yeah. Uh, and then they like cover like a little bit of stuff from the comics and kind of like what's going on with the character in the MCU and like it's it's like a nice little refresher. And they're really short. Yeah, they're really short. They're like seven eight minutes. Yeah. Um, but they're 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 cool. Uh, I didn't. I myself like I I recommend it for people who like aren't uh, in fucking balls deep like we are. Yeah. In this shit. Like, or you, even if you are like a huge nerd, but you're a nerd for something else, you know. Yeah, because like if you if you aren't a Marvel guy, then maybe you don't know these characters like we do, right? Um, but you're a DC guy, or you know, whatever. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Um, just because there's a lot of good information, and the way it's put together is pretty cool. And it's like it's like quick eight minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're looking for something to watch while you're eating your chicken sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. But anyway, Doctor Strange. The trailer's online if you want to go watch it, if, you, if you've if you already watched No Way Home, which if you haven't watched No Way Home, we've spoiled a lot of shit for you. Um, you, sh- you should go watch it, and then you should watch the trailer at the end, and then go home and watch the trailer again. <laughs> um, yes. Speaking of No Way Home, uh, we've got some, some stuff about No Way Home. Yes, uh, we do. We're looking at $750 million, uh worldwide. Yep. Uh, I told my coworker to go home and ask his roommate when he wanted to give up because I don't <laughs> think it's going to make another $2 billion. Uh But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's still making a fuckload of money. It's basically, it's yeah. basically like it's going to be second. If it keeps up the pace, which I don't know, with Omicron and... Uh, there's a lot of places that are locking down further right now. Yeah. Um, a few countries have pushed back the, uh, the premiere until January. Yeah. Um, it also is not going to have the support of the Chinese market. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious if it's going to have, uh, have as good of a long run because like, even though that it's, it's second right now, as far as like five day run. Yeah. 
it's not that far back, but Endgame had a ridiculous long run. Like it yeah. just kept making records like every weekend. Yeah. Um because people were going back and watching it multiple times. Yeah. Where it, I'm not sure if people are going to risk that right now. Yeah, yeah, I don't know either. Um I it also Endgame didn't have any competition. No. Like and I know I know how most people felt about the way the Matrix trilogy ended. But yeah. like we, our entire generation, like us millennials, and uh, like, and I mean, even even getting into some Gen Z, and even getting into some of Gen X, like, yeah. like our like area, uh, in which like our age range, yeah, like like twenty to forty two year olds right now, basically, we love nostalgia, yeah, and like they just keep selling it to us, and yeah. we keep buying it, which like. Makes sense too because like the world is shit right now, so we're like yearning for better days. And yeah, we remember those better days. Go ahead days. and plug us in and make you it know. the '90s again, and yeah, the babies can be babies. You know, we can be <laughs> you know young children, and our our older brothers and sisters that are Gen Xers or can be teenagers again. I'm fine. Yeah, so, I'll go play fucking the X Men arcade game at the arcade. <laughs> So with you know, Endgame didn't have that kind of competition, and Spider Man's going to go up against the new Matrix movie this weekend. Yeah, yes. So I'm I'm I am curious to see how that plays out because like I've seen a ton of people, like I've I've seen a ton of the internet that like wants to see this new Matrix movie, and everyone's reactions to there being a new Matrix movie wasn't oh god why it was oh cool yeah um. Which is interesting because of how hated two and three are. <laughs> I mean, my opinion was, oh God, why? But <laughs> whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, like, I want to see what they do with it, and yeah. like, I will watch. Like, all you have to do to sell me a movie ticket is be like, hey, Keanu Reeves is in this, and I'm like, all right, dude. <clears throat> uh, so. Yeah. All right. I'll watch that. Jesus. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, like, I, I I don't know. Um, I think that could stifle cells. Because, like, if you're going to go to the theaters again, like, do you, at that point, if you, you know, right. want to watch you... both, like, do you watch Spider-Man again? Right. Do you watch the new Matrix movie? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you on that. Um, but, yeah, so, it, it it's probably not going to make... You know, it might make a, a bill and a half or something like that. Maybe, maybe get up to two, but it's not gonna, it's not gonna get much higher than that. Yeah. Um. So then, what else did we have for Spider-Man stuff? We had. Uh, so speaking of Spider-Man, uh, James Franco, after four years, oh yeah, of accusation, uh, four years after the accusations that came out, and he's been essentially, I mean, like kind of canceled. Like, yeah, like sexual abuse part. allegations. Sexual abuse allegations, texting 16-year-olds, yeah. you know, stuff like that, uh, has finally broken his silence on the situation. On the subject, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he blames it on uh, a sex addiction and not understanding power dynamics. Mm-hmm. So that's not really like ownership of what you did bro no uh <laughs> like he tried to kevin spacey it uh, yeah 
Which, like, okay, James Franco does kind of come off to me like an idiot. So, like, <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah, the the second part makes more sense than the first part, right? Yeah, like, okay, you have a sex addiction. Like, go see someone. Like, yeah, go, go don't figure text it 16 year old girls. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're still responsible for your actions. like actions, yeah. even as an addict. Now, yes, being an addict of any kind, I do agree, is or I do fall under the category of thinking it is a form of disease. Uh, but yeah, but when you're dangerous to other people, you are put in, uh, you are put in situations where you can't hurt other people, like facilities where. Yeah. You are treated for your illness, and they treat it like, I mean, some, some are fucking horrible places, but so are some prisons, and so are some just regular hospitals. Yeah. So, like, that all needs fixed. That has nothing to do with this situation. Right. If you have a disease, like a drug addiction, but you hurt someone else because of it, you end up being put in some kind of facility to treat that disease. Yeah, it's still your your responsibility on some level to seek help. Right. You, you know. You you are if you don't seek help and you hurt someone else, help is sought for you. It doesn't and, yeah. and sexual assault is hurting someone <laughs> because that is a person. Yes. So I don't see why it shouldn't be the same well oh well, I mean you don't want to go to jail, then I guess you're gonna go to a mental facility to deal with your sex addiction. Addiction. Yeah. So, so this this breaking the silence feels more like a, a kind of scapegoat than it does like ownership yeah. of responsibility. It's an interesting timing as well. Yeah, super like, interesting timing. So, guys, I was in those Spider-Man movies too. <laughs> Can I come back? Well, you you've got to fix your reputation first. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I'm a sex addict. <laughs> That's not what we meant. That is not what we meant. We are, for the most part, a family-friendly company, and you're not even hired. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the timing the timing is kind of amusing. Uh, I wonder how broke he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, paying for hooker, hookers, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Paying for his own weed now, too, probably, because <laughs> fucking Rogan's yeah, not hanging out with him anymore. Yeah, Rogan was like, I cut ties. Yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, like, I don't know what Rogan was going to do if he didn't, right? Because he's been, like, so vocally woke on every platform Yeah, that, like, if he's just like, well, yeah, but he's still my friend, yeah. like, he basically would have just, like, outed himself as a complete hypocrite yeah you know being compliant in the situation yeah like and we're talking seth rogan here not joe rogan joe rogan's probably still friends with james franco uh <laughs> but <laughs> jesus christ anyway i like joe rogan i'm just kidding um so dmt <laughs> what, what james franco really just needs to do to fix his sex addiction is some smoke, DMT. Smoke some DMT. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so, um, yeah, like I like Seth Rogen and he is very much like he's very outspoken about situations like that. And I mean, I think he probably like, you know, I mean, I believe in helping friends and like, you know, friendships and stuff like that. But like if he didn't, but I also find it hard to believe he didn't know that James Franco was like this type of Doing person. Doing this stuff. Yeah. As beforehand. close as they were. Yeah. 
But he also could have been the entire time. He could have been there, like, "Hey, man, like, you know, this probably isn't good. Like, yeah, you, you can't do this. Not do this." Yeah. And then Franco got busted, and he was like, "All right, well, I'm out." Yeah. Yeah. It could. I mean, I don't know. It could have gone either way. But. Um. So. Why we say that it's interesting the timing of the, the Franco, uh, silence breaking. Um, other than. Uh, Toby and Andrew appearing in No Way Home. Hey, we're still in the spoiler section, guys. Um, <laughs> there's rumors and want a large amount of want for a uh, Spider-Man 4 Sam Raimi uh, universe and a uh, Amazing Spider-Man 3 from the uh, web. What was the guy's Mark first name? Webb. Mark Webb. Uh, so two new Sony vs. Spider-Man movies, uh, which I don't know that Toby or Andrew have said anything about that. Uh, I know Andrew, after the movie came out, has said a few things about how much playing Spider-Man meant to him. Um, yeah. So... I mean, I'd be down. I like. I I just li- went back and listened to our episodes about the Garfield movies, and we shit on them pretty hard. And I don't think any of it was actually like Andrew's fault. Yeah, um, we talked a lot of shit in the first one um, about his portrayal of Peter, but I mean, that's all writing. Yeah, that's not necessarily his fault. I don't. I don't yeah. think like Cassie and I have gone round and round like our entire relationship about. Spider-Man. Who's the best Spider-Man? Because she loves Garfield, mm-hmm. and I love McGuire. And it's, because, like, to me, also, like, the the more important part of Spider-Man is Peter. Like, Peter is, like, like, Peter is the character. Yeah. It's, like, with Bruce Wayne and Batman, you get this, like, he's not Bruce Wayne, like, once he becomes Batman. Like, Bruce yeah. Wayne is the alter ego. Once he decides to become Justice... Yeah. I am the knight. He is Batman. Like he's yeah. not fucking Bruce Wayne. He Bruce Wayne is the mask. Yeah. Yeah. And so like with Peter and Spider-Man, like Peter is like like Spider-Man is actually the alter ego, but he gets confused sometimes and he has to balance it and he goes back and forth. So like to me it makes the Peter Parker character more uh important to the stories. Mm. And a lot of what he goes through in his personal life, which is what makes the character relatable, which what makes is what makes the character so fucking good. Yeah. And so... And it's also, like, one of the strongest IPs uh, in movie making, like, ever. Yeah. Like, these movies still are in the top, like, 20 grossing movies uh, of all time. You know? Uh, yeah. And not adjusted, like the yeah. 2002 and through 2007 Raimi movies probably made like f- four billion between them. Uh, I don't know what the Garfield movies made, but I imagine it was probably a bill between them. Yeah, somewhere between six hundred million and a bill. Um, you know, and like that's that's rivaling. You know the twenty three MCU movies, right? Yeah, yeah, which is like ridiculous. But like, so 
Spider-Man is just a strong IP. Yeah. It always has strong. been. Spider-Man saved Marvel Comics at one point. Yeah. Like Spider-Man, like this this character, this 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 property, like in and of itself is like his own thing. Like and like that's the thing with Marvel is they have so many other characters to build upon and so many other characters to use that like they're just a powerhouse. Mm. Whereas like DC, mm, not so much. Like a lot of their characters, like a lot of their side characters kind of fall to the wayside. Like Yeah, they just haven't like developed them as uh as movie IPs. Like Yeah. That's their problem. Well, I mean, they have a lot of problems over at Warner Brothers as far as it taking leveraging the DC IPs for movies, but one of them is not developing anything other than Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um yeah, it's a big issue. And so, you know, with 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 Spider-Man being the powerhouse that it is, like uh, what I was saying was before I get too far off. Yeah. Uh like we have gone round and round about, you know, Andrew versus Toby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we agree that we both like Tom the best. Um and but it's still like having all these characters like together like is just like this ridiculous thing and they have so much to build on now because we very well could get Sam Raimi Spider-Man 4 and we very they very easily could do Amazing Spider-Man 3 mm-hmm. and as a fan I will go watch all the fucking Spider-Man movies like yeah. give them all to me like yeah because we have because like the MCU is going to be hard to get away from these ensemble movies now because like they're I mean Shang-Chi did really well and it's a great movie, but we're not going to get a lot of that from like these. Like, I mean, the Doctor Strange movie has Wanda I mean, in it. And... It still had Wong and fucking uh, Abomination in yeah. it, and like the Stinger had Hulk and Miss or uh, Captain Marvel in it. Yeah, like so exploring these more like smaller, intimate stories with these characters is going to be harder for these MCU movies to do mm-hmm. because everyone's going to start expecting all of these ensemble movies and I'm not against them doing it. No. Like I'm for them doing it. But now we also have another way for you to explore these smaller more intimate stories with these characters. Like you can do Spider-Man 4, you can do Amazing Spider-Man 3 and they don't have to be these giant fucking like movies. They don't have to like they can be these smaller, more intimate stories. Like, you know, with Toby, like, we get Spider-Man 4, it's a more intimate story about middle-aged Spider-Man still trying to be Spider-Man and having issues, and like, or, you know, he's resolved most of his issues at home, so now he's, like, can focus on being Spider-Man, and then, you know, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 3, we can get, like, uh, you know, Andrew, Andrew Spider-Man has overcome his, uh, sadness and depression, and and issues with failing Gwen Stacy and moving on. And Felicia Harding is introduced in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Hardy. Hardy. Uh, Felicia is introduced in Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. And so you now you black have... cat action. Yeah. So now you have, like... And, and you can put... And she would fit well with those movies. Whereas, like, Toby's movies, not so much. Tom's movies, probably also not so much. I mean... Depends I could, on where we go in the next movie. Because I feel like they're also moving Tom... Because, like, something that we'll talk about later on another episode, um, I think they're going to move Tom towards uh, more grounded movies, at least at first, uh, for another trilogy. Yeah. 
because of where he goes at the end of this movie. Yeah. Or at the end of that movie. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Like, I just, I, I think that they're gonna, like, I think that they can do both now. Yeah. Like, is basically what I'm saying. They can, and, they can have these big, ridiculous movies and yeah. then also have these smaller, intimate stories. And, and I also, like, with the multiversal shit, um, and if they do bring a animated character whose canon is based on the animated appearance and it, it is canon um if that's what happens in multiverse of madness i wouldn't hate i would actually probably be a hundred percent okay with uh a spider-verse movie happening there's a live action movie that brings miles from the sony animated movies yeah. into live action uh if they were to do a secret wars russo's and miles happens to bring a cheeseburger with him and he ends up in the mcu <laughs> i don't think anyone would be mad yeah um so i don't know like yeah, I agree. Like it gives them opportunities to do a lot of stuff and I feel like maybe they're thinking that um the mon- there's enough money out there for them to do these movies and still make bank. Um Yeah, for sure. Because people will go see a Spider-Man movie. Um and if if we finally get over uh thinking people are stupid and being like, we can't have two movies with the same character played by different actors coming out within like two years of each other. That's dumb. Um, yeah, we can. Uh, just had the same character played by three actors in the same movie. So fuck you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And you've explained it in the movie too. Like these are different universes. Yeah. So like now Marvel can walk away. Well, not walk away because Sony still <laughs> has the IP rights, but Marvel can like take Tom Spider-Man and yes. be like, hey, this is what we're doing over here. And then Sony has like two fucking actors and two Spider-Man universes to work with. Mm-hmm. Maybe three, depending on what the fuck. I don't understand where Morbius takes place, but whatever. We'll figure it out. So I guess. confused. Um, and then so on top of all of this news or on top of all of this Internet hype, uh, Venom 3. Uh, yes. is officially greenlit with Tom Hardy helming the character Eddie Brock. Uh, so we are going to get Venom 3. And, like, I watched Let There Be Carnage. It's good. Like, it, it's on par with the first Venom movie. Um, Which, it's not my Venom. No. It's not, it's not the Venom that I love. I think it is an interesting twist on the character. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also have other symbiotes to work with here. So what I'm interested to see is if we get Toxin, who had a very short-lived run in the, in the Marvel Comics universe. Uh, but Toxin is the child of Venom and Carnage because symbiotes are weird and yeah. touch each other and create a baby or something. God, you know, I don't know. But let's make PG Stork Baby uh births as gross as possible 
Yeah. Basically, like, <laughs> they don't have sex, they just touch. But they're, like, viscous liquid beings. Yeah, so it's going to make a bunch of weird noises, and then they're going to drip off of one of them. Bro, that's sick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. But it's PG. It's PG. Uh, so, I, I, I would be interested to see... Uh, I'm interested to see where the stinger leads to uh, yeah. from No Way Home and getting Venom 3 and, you know, potentially we'll get an Tom MCU getting... Venom movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> potentially Tom getting the... Uh, symbiote. Symbiote. Yeah, he's going to have the brand new uh, spandex suit for, like, all of half a movie and then get the symbiote. Yeah. Whatever. Then I'll go back to the spandex suit. Yeah. I want it to look like the fucking comics. What if we get a whole black suit Spider-Man movie? Yeah. So, like, that's a thing that, like, doesn't happen in any of the other media versions of uh, Spider-Man. Is like, he had the black suit for a while in the comics. Like, a few years. Yeah. Um, And... Like, in the cartoon, I think it's, like, three or four episodes, maybe. Yeah. Um, And then in the movie, uh, the uh, the Raimi movie, obviously, it's, like, the... It's, like, maybe a half hour. <laughs> yeah. Because he doesn't even get it at the beginning. Um, so, I don't know. I would be super into a whole fucking black suit movie. Yeah. I think I think that's the way to do it. Like, if we're as long as he didn't trilogy, become fucking like, emo Spider Man, that'd be dumb. Yeah, I don't. <clears throat> I don't think so. I think I think Tom will put a different spin on it. It's gonna uh, be yeah. fucking. He's gonna be dark and douchey, and I think he could pull it off really well. Um, partially just because I think he's one of the best actors of our time. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, after that movie. I don't know. I anyway, we can't. We we're gonna review that movie on this episode, <laughs> and we're like not trying to. It's just happening. Um, but yeah. So Venom three. Uh, interested to see what what's gonna happen with that. Um, and that, is that it for the Spider Man stuff? That's it for the Spider Man stuff. I think that's it for the Spider Man stuff. Um, so then we're gonna go to DC. DC. I know I was just talking shit, but uh. Michael Keaton is going to be in the Batgirl movie uh, coming out. I don't know. Probably 2023. Yeah. Um, so he's going to be in the Flash movie as 89 Batman. Yeah. We know for sure he is playing 89 Batman in the Flash movie. Yeah. I mean, it's basically in that trailer. Yeah. Uh, so the assumption is that he's also playing 89, 89 Batman, Batman in, in the, the Batgirl, Batgirl movie. movie. Yeah. Uh, are we getting like a... A uh, female Batman Beyond, like I'm. I don't care. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, if that's the only way we're gonna get Batman Beyond with Michael Keaton playing old Batman, because that's what I've wanted for so long. Like, yeah, I mean, we've I mean, talked about it on this podcast. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, then like I that like that's fine. Yeah. I love the character of Terry in Batman Beyond. Mm -hmm. Like I love the the dynamic between Terry and Bruce, like I want a Batman beyond movie. I want Michael Keaton to play old Batman. Yeah. Cause Michael Keaton's the fucking bomb. Yeah. And so, but I mean, if this is as close as we're going to get, then okay. Cause DC once again is terrified 
uh, to take a risk, which doesn't really seem like like this no, seems more risky to they, me. <laughs> they, they do the opposite, right? They're like, we have tried and true stuff. Let's do something completely different. Okay, like yeah. you know what I mean? Like they yeah. just like do weird shit and. And it's like they're like they're like Marvel's uh, cousin that didn't make it, you know. <laughs> they're like, yeah, you know. Yeah. So last you saw you at fucking Thanksgiving last year, and like you told me about that thing you did. So I tried it, and didn't work for me. <laughs> I'm broker and shit now. <laughs> like, man, did you like? Did you watch the? You know, did you do the stuff that I told you to do? And it was like, well, no, I just went and bought the thing. That's not, that's not how you do it. You know, that's like, that's how, that's how DC is. Yeah. Right. They like see Marvel and then they're like, ah, oh, we could do that better if we changed all this shit about it. It's like, you never thought that it worked because of how they did it. <laughs> like, you know, adapt your character and your comics sort of faithfully. You can change some stuff, but like keep the heart of the character and like, you know, and then they're just like, oh, well, Superman's going to kill a dude and become friends with Batman because their mom's names are Martha. <laughs> Bro, that's not the point. Yeah. It's the point to me. <laughs> yeah, they're silly. But if if that's if this is a female Terry McGinnis basically like whether it's in name or in like how it's played out it, it should it could be good yeah and I'm all about Keaton Batman stuff so yeah cause I mean whenever he puts wings on he's fucking great yeah I'm gonna watch it after it's in theaters for three weeks <laughs> <laughs> one person can make a difference yeah <laughs> fuck him <laughs> uh yeah yeah what, what was the next one uh john wick 4 was pushed back almost a year yeah from uh may of next year to march of 2023 so yeah what is that like eight nine ten months ten months ten months yeah, from ten months. may to march is ten months yeah it's uh incubating yeah, yeah, it's it's got to gestate for the normal human, gestate. That's human amount. Um, forty yeah. weeks. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I mean, like, I want to see I, it. I don't know. I've uh, only watched the first one, so I two is pretty good. Is it? Yeah. I mean, like, I I liked I loved the first movie. I was just like, I don't. It. Why does it keep going? <laughs> yeah, I want vampires. Sure. Fuck it. Werewolves. Like, I want monsters and John Wick. Okay. Just because it feels like that's where, it, like, the first one, the first two, that's they, like, make it feel like that's where it's, like, kind of leading. Yeah. Like, there's, like, some stuff, and then, like, th the beginning of three is kind of also, like, hey, are these people vampires? And then they're, like, nope. And I was, like, what? They should have been vampires. <laughs> okay. Because if it, it, it basically like he I don't just know. wants to watch Underworld with Keanu Reeves in it, yeah. Oh God, 
So Kate Beckinsale shows up, right? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it got pushed uh, back 10 months. Yeah, it got pushed back. In case you guys were like, oh yeah, in May. Well, in May, you've got Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, so you don't need John Wick 4. Oh, that's why it got pushed for back. For another 10 months. <laughs> yeah. Should have just pushed it back a month. Yeah. Um. So, and then also, uh, so Witcher Season 2 came out this past week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I've only watched the first episode, which is, I'm disappointed I've only watched that much. But, first episode, fucking fantastic. I loved it. Yeah, I felt like Russell didn't want to hang out with me for like two days because I like came upstairs after I woke up and he was like halfway through watching Venom and I hadn't watched it yet. So I was like, okay. I went back downstairs. And then like was it that night? I think it was that night like when he got up for work. I, like, oh yeah, I ordered some Wendy's. He like ordered some Wendy's and I like came up and he was like 15 minutes into the first episode <laughs> of Witcher that I haven't watched yet. I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to go back downstairs again. Historically, <laughs> I am usually on top of this new stuff that comes out. That, like, because I don't, I don't re-watch things very often. Yeah. Um, like, when we started re-watching some of the movies for, for when we started doing the podcast, I was like, I don't, it's got to be movies, like, I can re-watch, like, mm-hmm. cause I've watched a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. I remember going, like, walking through a family video all the time and being like, seen I've it. seen literally everything in the store. <laughs> seen it. Seen it, seen it, seen so it, like seen trying, it. Don't want to see it, seen it, seen it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that person that's in it. I'm not going to watch it. Da, da, da. Like, so, but, but like for the most part, it was usually just like hard to find something I had not seen, especially in a video store that doesn't have the same amount of options as streaming, mm. you know? Um, and we're getting so much more now than what we used to get. Like, it used to be easy to just be like, okay, there's five movies that came out this week. I can watch them all in two weeks. Yeah. And so I've seen a lot of stuff and so like I, <laughs> this past weekend i watched uh i watched let there be carnage i watched the first episode of witcher i watched the entire new season of doctor who and it was weird because i was like ah this is this feels like how i used to watch tv because i like you and nathan like rewatch a lot of stuff yeah like you you rewatch supernatural you watch criminal minds like two or three times yeah i've watched well the the seasons that are on netflix so like the first 11 or whatever i watched that like twice i think and like i mean i've seen a lot of the episodes multiple times because they were on tv but yeah and like nathan will watch something like we'll just like put something random on all the time yeah so like put parks and rec on or the office or cheers or fucking Seinfeld now that it's on streaming Um, whereas like I don't really like sit down and just like put something on like if I'm gonna watch something I either leave the TV off because I also like sitting in silence Mm. like I will sit in the living room in silence if I don't want to watch something Um, but I like when I sit down to eat I'm usually looking for something new and like Cassie's been annoyed a few times because we'll be sitting there and I'll have my food out in front of me and I won't start eating until I find something and she's like halfway done with her food and she's like like I don't know we'll just fucking watch something and I'm like I gotta find something I haven't seen A and then I gotta find something I'm interested in watching yeah <laughs> so uh 
but yeah, so with The Witcher, uh, the studio announced that Henry Cavill is enthusi- enthusiastically uh, committed to seven seasons. Mm. And then apparently there's some fan complaints about season two. Mm-hmm. And the uh, showrunner had came out and said, he was like, hey, I hear your complaints. We're going to fix all of the issues you have with season three. Uh, which I thought was interesting because, like, sometimes they're just like, eh, you know, fuck you, deal with yeah, it. Yeah, it's our fucking interpretation of yeah. the material. Get fucked. Harmon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I artist. wrote this. <laughs> I'm an artist, not a monkey. Yeah. Um, so. Which that's, I mean, usually that's fine. I I get mad about stuff too, but, like, you know, I'm not the yeah. be all end all of anything. So and then I seen a little antidote about anecdote anecdote i leave letters out yeah i know uh or add random ones <laughs> i've seen a anecdote uh where like this chick uh one of the chicks in the show uh cersei i don't know that the actress's name i don't either. she was talking about working with henry cavill mm-hmm. and she's like he is a witcher encyclopedia yeah, because we'll be doing something, and he'll be like, "Well, what if this character said this thing from page two hundred and sixty-two of this book, and so on and so forth?" Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I one hundred percent believe that Henry Cavill is enthusiastically committed to seven seasons. Yeah, because he wants to fucking do it. Yeah. Uh, if anyone could out nerd us, that is a, a fucking celebrity. It's fucking Henry Cavill, like. Probably in completely different subjects that we don't know anything about because, like, I don't know anything about Witcher. I don't know yeah, a ton yeah. about, like, Warhammer. Um, but, like, dude's a fucking nerd. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm into that. I, I'm super proud of how nerdy him and Joe Maginella are. Yeah. Because they're just, like, these super, like, ripped, fucking buff, jockish-looking dudes who used to bully me in high school. And... Yeah. <laughs> like, Flash Thompson. Yeah. And so, uh, like, it's super cool that they are as open and as nerdy as, nerdy as they are. Oh, but I you... do wonder if, you know, 20 years ago, if they would have been as open about it. Do you... Did you see the, um, the meme that I sent you? Um, it wasn't a meme. It was it was actually like a post on Reddit, but I like screenshotted it, so it's a meme now. Refresh me. Uh, it was like since we have like the multiverse and stuff. Hey, we're back in the spoiler section. Uh, since we have like the multiverse and shit now, and we're like bringing actors back and stuff from movies. Uh, can we get Joe Manganiello as uh Agent Venom and uh Emma Stone as uh Spider Gwen? Yes. And I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I want both those things. Yes, please. I want both of those things. A Bro, lot. Agent Venom, Joe Manganiello, Agent Venom, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Bro. I'm that going full be... tracksuit mafia. Bro. That's what, so, so you leave Venom dead in the Maguireverse, right? Uh-huh. And... You know, there's a little piece of the symbiote left in No Way Home. I sound the way I do because I don't fucking understand. But Tom gets the symbiote, mm-hmm. and then that's what you do with the symbiote afterwards because you have 
Eddie Brock Venom in his own universe, and which could maybe be Andrew's universe. I don't know. Uh, so then that's how, that's what you do with Venom to make it different than what you're doing with it mm-hmm. in the other movies. You you fucking bring Joe Maginella in to play, and he can look the same as Maguire's Flash. It's fine. Yeah, but or we have a Flash Thompson in the Holland in the MCU. So <laughs> like, no, not him. <laughs> I don't like that one. Um, yeah, I don't I don't particularly care for that characterization of Flash Thompson. No, I know like when we did the when we did Homecoming and stuff uh, for the DQP does, we were like, yeah, I mean it makes sense. And I think maybe I didn't like it because it was a weird characterization, but yeah. Holy shit, we're running long. Yeah. Long in the tooth, bud. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot they can do here. Yeah. So let's do it. Uh, but yeah, so check out season two of The Witcher. Yeah. Uh, which is what we were talking about before we <laughs> went back to Marvel. Um, <laughs> check out season two of The Witcher. It's on Netflix streaming right now. Um, I've only watched the first episode, so I can't give like a solid recommendation or mm-hmm. review. Uh, but the first episode I fucking loved. There's like five fucking people in the whole th- episode, and I'm about that because it feels real weird. And they're all just like hanging out in a house, and it's cool. It's weird. It's grim dark. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you know when I finish the series and what I think of the season. I'm gonna watch it too. Just apparently not with Russell. All right, we can watch it together. No, it's fine. Look, bro, you just gotta keep up. I spend a lot of time in front of the TV. Bro, fuck you. Like, I can't I can't keep up when you're like awake when I'm at work and shit. Like Bro. Yeah. But anyway, um, uh yeah. I have Doctor Who stuff, which I don't feel like I've talked about a lot on the show, but I am a yeah. certified Whovian. And I like the phrase Whovian. Unlike some Whovians who complain about it, but I think it's the perfect way to describe us. Doctor Who. Mm, you can you guys can shut it off now. <laughs> Shane is not a fan of this show. <laughs> uh this 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 show has a very special place in my heart. Um it I didn't watch it when I was younger. Uh, I didn't start watching it until like 2009 after there were like four seasons already out. Mm. Uh, but when I did, it used to be on Netflix. Uh, it restarted in 2005. This series goes back as far as I think 1965. Yeah. Um, 69. 60s. Somewhere, Somewhere in the in 60s. 60s. Yeah. Um, and this show has changed a lot over the course of time. Uh, there's different iterations of The Doctor. If it's this isn't a thing that you have watched, but you've seen a little bit about, I highly recommend watching it. Um, usually the starting point I tell people to start watching it at is with Matt Smith's Doctor in Season 5. If you, uh, if you struggle with low production value, the first four seasons are a little rough. Um, other people I know who love the show tell people just to start in the beginning of the run, which like the ninth doctor, which is the first doctor of the reboot of the series in 2005 is Christopher Eccleston, who played Malekith in 
Thor Dark, Dark World. World. He also played the villain antagonist in Gone in 60 Seconds. Yes. Uh, he has he has a pretty long list. Uh, he's also the bad guy in 28 Days Later. Um, he's, he's a very interesting actor. Um, I, I usually enjoy watching him. Awesome actor. Yeah. Um, so... Usually the starting point I recommend is season five, Matt Smith, because there's not a whole lot of bleed over from the previous seasons. Uh, it's an okay jumping in point if you want a little bit higher production value. If you don't necessarily care about production value, then yes, by all means, start in 2005. Start with season one of the reboot stuff. You're going to have trouble finding old stuff anyway, because most of it's on Amazon. you got to purchase it. But if you get on... Uh, I think it's on Hulu. It's not on Netflix anymore. Uh, what whatever streaming company the BBC has a, deal a British with. broadcasting mm. company. Just so we're clear, what I'm talking about because BBC is. Oh, did you see that topic on Reddit too? <laughs> it was a shower yeah. thought. It was <laughs> like, why has porn become so common and accepted now that when I read bbc my first thought is not the british broadcasting company <laughs> yeah uh so season 14 is out uh it's finished up it just finished up a couple weeks ago um i purchased it on uh amazon to be able to watch it um because i don't have oh amc plus amc plus is what is the streaming service that has the deal okay. with bbc um so yeah, because I didn't want to get AMC Plus because I already have too many fucking streaming services. Fuck off. Stop. Please, for the love of God. Yeah. Just roll um, them all back up into one. Yeah. So, season 14 review. Uh, this season is quite a bit different than most of the other seasons of Doctor Who since 2005. Uh, this season is, like, basically feels like one long movie. Um broken up into six parts so it's six episodes we're getting a new year's eve special and then we're getting two more specials with this doctor uh jody whittaker uh who is a phenomenal actress and i love her in this role um <laughs> shane's faces while i'm talking about this is killing me uh so but um I, I know I shit on Doctor Who all the time. I'm trying not to shit on it while you're talking about it. Because, like, I get liking it. I, it's just not my flavor. Yeah. Like, like, it's just not my it's not my thing. Yeah, and, and, and I, that's I get that. Like, I plenty of people... There are more people I know that don't like it than that do like it. But the people that I know that do like it love it. Yeah. I mean, they fine. have their issues with, like, each season or each Doctor or whatever. But, like, it's still, like, a beloved show. Like, yeah. It's it's one of those things you're like either like a huge fan or you can't stand to have this on the television. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's what I've noticed about people's uh, perception like, of the show. I don't know, like the last two or three episodes of this season with you. Yeah. Just um, like sitting around watching it with you. Yeah. Uh, this season is wild. It's completely fucking off the rails, uh, which is good because this is uh, Jodie Whittaker's last season as the Doctor. We've gotten three seasons with her. Um and this is also the the showrunner, uh, Chris Chibnall. This is also his last season as well. Um, 
So, but but the whole thing is just one continuous story. Like you can't pop in season three or episode three of season fourteen and be like, "Oh, I know what's going on." Whereas, like most of the Doctor Who seasons are pretty like uh, episodic, episodic, um, with like an overarc throughout the season. Uh, but this one is just like batshit crazy from front to end. Like it's, but it's real good. Um, I do have issues with it, but I don't want to spoil anything if you're gonna watch it. Uh, I'm not going to do like full on review, but for the most part, I would say I, I would give this season like a seven out of 10. Um, it's interesting to see the way they incorporate the stuff from seasons 12 and 13 that Chris Chibnall, the showrunner has come up with. Um, as far as like the turn of the doctor, but I am kind of getting to the point now, like with this season, like what the fuck is next? Uh, cause like you've explored and I, I am worried that the show's coming to an end. Cause like this, this season does kind of feel like, well, where are we going? There are, there is an item that is discovered in this season that is going to lead us into the specials and maybe next season. I don't know how long it, they're going to run that run with that arc but uh could 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 get even weirder um but on top of the news of it being Jody's last season and this being the showrunner's last season Russell T Davies is coming back who was the proponent for rebooting the series uh which is another reason that leads me to believe that we might be coming to an end on Doctor Who shortly uh because he's coming back and wasn't ever going to come back. And the only reason I can think of for him to come back is to end it. End it. Yeah. Um, that makes sense to me. Yeah. So he was a showrunner for seasons one through four. Uh, he was a showrunner for Christopher Eccleston. He was a showrunner for David Tennant. Um, David Tennant one of being one of the most beloved doctors. Uh, and just all around a fantastic actor. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, that's what I have for that. Uh, I recommend watching it, especially if you're a Whovian. I mean, I recommend, I recommend watching Doctor Who to pretty much everyone, at least, like, to so they can get a feel of whether or not it might be something they're into. I think it's a fantastic show. The show is pretty much centered around hope, and there always being a way to overcome any obstacle in front of you. Um, there's lots of morals and lessons and, like, the, you know, the, uh, typical storytelling. Um... The show is rated PG, so it is family-friendly. So if you do have kids, you can watch it with your kids. There isn't really anything in the 14 seasons that I've watched that would be, like, there's not really... There, not acceptable. Yeah, yeah, there's not. Like, there's there's innuendos and, like, some stuff that is a mild, very, very, very mildly sexual. But it's mostly just, like, regular flirting that, you know, you probably say worse stuff to your wife in front of your kids. But... Um. Yeah, it's I. I don't know. I just I'm I'm gonna recommend it. Uh, did you mention that they're auditioning for the next Doctor already? Oh yeah, and they are currently auditions are underway for fourteenth fourteenth Doctor. So. Okay. Yeah. Is that all we got? That's all we got. Okay. Uh, one thing before we go, Bill from Indy, I started watching season two of One Punch Man on Hulu, and then I fell asleep. 
somewhere in the middle. Uh, after the martial arts tournament, I started falling asleep. So I need to go back and rewatch the last half. But I think I watched the first six, six episodes. Nice. It's like a 12-episode season. Are you liking it? Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's One Punch Man, so... Is it dubbed? Yeah. They have, oh, fuck. They have dubbed and subbed. See, I'm not... I'm I'm not a subbed guy. For yeah, anime. well, I mean, like, Netflix didn't have it subbed. Um, Now it's on Hulu. Okay. So, unfortunately, it has commercials, but they have subbed and dubbed, and Hulu's got their shit together. If you start watching subbed, it doesn't go to the dubbed... Or if you start watching dubbed, it doesn't go to the subbed one because they're in order like episode one sub subbed, episode one dubbed, episode two subbed, episode two dubbed. Like that's how they're listed. Interesting. But it doesn't go from episode one sub to episode one dubbed. It goes from episode one to two in the whatever you selected. Did I tell you that I'm like fairly convinced that Hulu uh was originally propagated by the mafia what so <laughs> random end of this episode here so hulu hulu is interesting because hulu started off as like a pirating company like well not even like a company they started off as like a pirating website where you went to like what a website and it was pirated yeah it was like all pirated tv shows and stuff it wasn't like a streaming company it was like it was you hulu's been around for a long time like you got on there and you watched stuff illegally because they didn't have contracts they didn't have deals with companies and okay. streaming companies and it was when they were trying to figure out all of the like ins and outs of like what should be legal what shouldn't be legal oh, how to internet, do all of this yeah, yeah. when the internet and, was the wild west yeah and so like hulu started out as like they were uh they were like Pirate Bay. Yeah. What's the word that I want? Prohibition. Uh, it, it was like, you know, they, they started out as kind of like a prohibition thing. Like the way speakeasy. people used to, yeah, speakeasy and fucking underground alcohol cells and stuff. But they did it with streaming and then they went legit. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> now they're like an app. And it still just boggles my mind that, huh. you know, Napster was sued out of existence. I'm taking your word for this. <laughs> Y'all remember? No. Like people getting on Hulu. It wasn't even. It wasn't even Hulu.com. It was like Hulu slash dot da 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 no, dot I don't. com. I remember Kazaa and LimeWire and Napster. And uh, if you're really old school and like hardcore elite, uh, fucking IRC chats. Yeah. Fucking downloading shit on IRC. Yeah. Yeah, see, it wasn't like a download thing. You didn't like download yeah, yeah, like it. Actually, just, it was like streaming it. Was, it. Yeah, it was still, yeah. still streaming, but it was like... It's like YouTube. When Netflix was still sending DVDs yeah. before they even had a streaming app, so... Or if you guys ever used Mega Upload. Oof. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that's gonna do it for this hostful. I have not been your boy, Dave. I'm Not Shane. your boy. And uh, my co-host, Russell. I am Russell. The rambling man. R I've rambled a lot. Yeah, we both did. Well, bye.
We miss you, Dave. Yeah, we miss you so much. What? I wasn't trying to make it weird. <laughs> hey, thanks for... If you listened all the way through this, Dave's mom, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.